to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode 387 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Sam. Welcome along to your weekly fix of randomness, technology and life. Some weeks we have a massive amount of show notes with lots of details. Other <laughs> weeks, not so much. You'll have to listen to figure out what this week is. Yeah, I have some thoughts, but we'll see how we go. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> uh, oh, let's start with the thoughts then. So have you been watching? I'm, I'm going to assume the answer is no. No, I'm just going to say no. <laughs> have you been watching any of the January 6 hearings? I don't even know what you're talking about. Okay, so in the States, Do they've I want had to know? six hearings, and they're, I've, I've watched, I think, all of them. They're like three or four or five hours long. Of course. Um, and they, um, yeah, it's the hearings, and they're talking about January 6th, which is when uh, Trump got all the his followers to storm the Capitol. Oh, okay. And we've talked a little bit about it before because he, there was him trying to strangle this driver at the thing, which, by the way, is now being corroborated by a police officer who witnessed it. Nice. <laughs> but all this, yeah, all this stuff is coming out and it's pretty damning. So much so that I reckon if it was, you know, a past century, he yes. would have been hung or guillotined or perhaps oh. shot. Mm, but that's not that's not going to happen though i know but he really likes his ratings and i think if they hung him he'd be the best ratings he's ever had on his life i mean i'm anti-capital corporal punishment but yeah. if they're going to hang donald trump i'm tuning in with popcorn like seriously that guy's such an a-hole like <laughs> hey, um I'm assuming you're hanging out for that little documentary that's coming out. Uh, yeah, I, it's it's out now on streaming on 3 now, and I haven't watched it, oh, but I might it? see if I can this weekend. Oh, I didn't even know it was out. Oh, I don't know if that's the documentary, but it's one that's just come out. It's, it's unprecedented. It's cool. Oh, okay. That might be it. I heard that there was one where some crowd, some documentary guy was allowed to follow them around for the last... Yeah, I assume that's the one because there seemed to be a lot of... Um, in-person um, things. Yeah, this documentary dude, uh, English or Irishman, mm. um, embedded himself with Trump for the last like couple of months of his presidency and was in the room. He's testified because he because <laughs> it was all bad shit and he's got it all on camera. <laughs> yeah, that must, been, that must have been great from a documentary point of view, like just being able to do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Oh, oh my God. It's crazy. Anyway, anyway, that was just random thoughts. Nothing uh, noted down. I'll, I'll tell you something that's terrible. A travesty of justice. So okay. early days of Ukraine war, you and I were talking and you said to me, have you seen that uh, image of the tank that swerves over a car? Yes. Yes. And I was like, oh, no, no. And I looked it up straight afterwards. And, of course, it was everywhere. And at the time you said, I said, did the people yeah. survive, and he goes, you said, no way. And you know the guy did survive, yes, right? Yes, I know. Yeah. We, we did talk about that uh, later, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, he's got a bit of a problem. Does he? Yeah. So he's he's recovering. He Like, he's walking with a, a cane. Yeah. 
because uh, I forget how old he is, about 65 or something like that, I think. Pretty hale and hearty sort of 65-year-old, apart yeah. from a screwed-up arm and not being able to walk very well now, uh, not being able to work, well, partly because his country's at war and partly because he's been screwed over, yeah. um, doesn't have a car because, surprise, surprise, insurance doesn't cover being run over by a tank. No, they try and get out of everything, those guys. And worst of all, um, he got three months parking tickets for leaving his car there. No. Just seriously. He's no, got it's... three months of parking tickets he can't afford. How's he supposed <laughs> to move the car? Yeah, because it got run over by a tank and he didn't move it straight away because, surprise, surprise, he was in critical condition oh, in the hospital oh, for months. Oh, <laughs> Or it's a war zone and nobody cares. Those parking, yeah. well, no, the parking meters are still going out there. The Those meter parking warden people are out. <laughs> yeah. That cracked me up. So anyway, you know his nickname's Iron Man, eh? Everybody calls him Iron Man yes. now. Yeah, cool. So yeah, not not great. I'm sure something's being done about that parking ticket now. Now that's become international news. So yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure there's probably a fund just to help pay for that. But hey, luckily. Or the council goes, oh, oh, we'll let you off. I doubt it. Uh, <laughs> like I'm, councils around the world, no. I'm, I'm going to say uh, it probably wasn't a BMW, which is probably good for him, um, because they now sell subscriptions for basic functions in your car. Subscriptions? Yeah. So in 2020, they announced that they were going to upgrade the operating system in the car was going to, going to allow for microtransactions in the future. And this has come to New Zealand, Chris. If you want heated front seats, that'll cost you about $18 a month now. But what um, if you only want them for one day? Do you have to pay for a whole month? Yeah, I think so. But we're <laughs> talking about like uh, automatic high beams and adaptive cruise control, which is standard in new cars these days. You have to pay BMW a subscription. Oh, that is dirty, eh? That's real dirty. That's that's terrible. But they, I, I, I assume that I don't know if other manufacturers are doing it, but I assume they're watching this real closely because I bet, I bet they are. I mean, I get it if you're getting the car at the base price, and they can add some things in, like cruise control. It's all built in. You just can't access any of the stuff unless you pay. Yeah, I know, but yeah. if if you paid a um I, I don't know, a Toyota price for your BMW and then you pay the extra on top, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. But if you're paying a BMW price for a BMW, yeah, screw you, BMW. Uh to record footage from your car's cameras, that'll cost you two hundred and thirty-five dollars a year for unlimited use. Mm. Uh, if you want the steering wheel heated, that's twelve dollars a month. And if you want the iconic sound sports package which lets you play engine sounds in your car, that'll cost you a one-off fee of $117. And there's, if you go to the New Zealand BMW page, there's a whole menu of all this random stuff. Are there comments on that stuff? Um, Have you seen anything online about it? Because I'm, I'm dying to hear what that's saying. <laughs> yeah, people, people aren't very happy about it. Uh, <laughs> they said it's pretty stupid. But if people are willing to pay for this and you know that's what, you you know going into it but like you said maybe that's the plan is they're like hey we've got this cheap car but mm. or cheaper car because it's a little bit like netflix now doing ads right yes i don't know if 
do they do ads now? Well, the idea is you can have a, a cheaper subscription yes. if you're willing to take ads. Yeah. Um, but, but you know, I, I hate paying monthly fees for anything. So <laughs> I'm not buying a BMW. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, because I, I do watch TV3. Um, How annoying is that? Like I've watched yeah, the odd thing, but. Yeah, and the ads are just, it's so annoying. In fact, um, the project, they do an ad break. And then they jump back to the project and say, um, and and a guy from the audience reads something out and goes, in the next 60 seconds, you'll learn this. And they go back to ads. Uh, it's <laughs> it's, it's like, mental. When, you, when you're out of the system for so long and you're only streaming stuff without yeah. ads, when you see ads, I, I go to my mum and dad's and I'm watching stuff and I'm like, what is this ad about? And they're like, oh, it's blah, blah, blah. It's so good. And I'm like, no, it's not. Like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, and, I, and I'm unfortunately I've been watching a lot of um, that, so I'm getting quite used to them, unfortunately. But um, yeah, yeah, it, it's so much easier when you're not uh, watching ads. Um, uh, yeah, no, it's crazy. Speaking you know, of not watching ads, yes. have you been watching the latest Stranger Things? No, not yet. Yeah, um, so I, I went through all the original, the, the previous ones. Yeah, and I'm up to episode three or four i forget of um the new one yeah. it's pretty good i like it um i think a lot of people that i've spoken to a lot of my friends are like nah after didn't like the third one didn't like the fourth one sort of thing but i quite like it it's quite different okay i'll have to check it out I'll and the kids it. are so much older it's weird yeah they, uh, <laughs> that's the problem with making tv shows with children yeah they grow up pretty quick also yeah. you don't know exactly what they're gonna look like when they're older no. Because <laughs> I've seen some promo shots and some of them are freaking weirdos. Oh, I mean, the way they've dressed them too, to really um, stereotype them in those roles, yeah. you just know those kids are like, oh, God, i got to look like this today. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. <laughs> particularly haircuts. God. Oh, plus, it's the 80s. So, yeah. Hey, uh, some dude called Gavin Shoebridge wrote a tweet this week. Uh, he's from Auckland, and it could have been the best thing in the world for Hamilton where we live, Chris. Yeah. But it was a missed opportunity, I think, by the Hamilton City Council. He wrote a tweet that said, a lot of people don't realize that Hamilton was actually named after the actor Mark Hamill, he wrote. Um, Mark Hamill's pretty onto it because he saw the tweet and replied and goes, is this really true or is this just a joke? And uh, this guy goes, oh, God, I'm sorry, Mark. It was a crap attempt at humor. I'll slink away now. <laughs> um, and a few other people chimed in and said, you've got a kingdom awaiting. Uh, make, may you rule with the wisdom and character for all. Uh, you should show up there to clear yourself near and see what happens. Uh, I think the people of the Tron would gladly adopt the legend as their namesake. I know I would. <laughs> uh, so I reckon that if Hamilton City Council were uh, monitoring their name and stuff, Oh, well, don't Hamilton. expect too much. Come on. <laughs> oh, no. What, uh, Mark Hamill saw it. I, I suppose he's a bit bigger. But, yeah, I think I think that they should have leaned into this and gone down the path of, like, you know, when they had that rumor. If Jason like, Dawson was still in, involved with um, the tourism he, in, in the Waikato. No, he's uh, he works for New Zealand now. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. But, yeah, he'd probably be all over it. But I think they should have gone down the path. Like, when on Reddit, they said that gardening was illegal in New Zealand. Yeah, 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 yeah. We could have just gone full retard on this with everybody going, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it would have been really good exposure. Yeah, we could have got Mark Hamill um, K 
cutouts all over town and just put them. Yeah, 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 totally. Mark, Mark Hamill Appreciation Day. Yeah. Anyway, because, uh, because you know, the original founder of Hamilton was this dude that um, they had to remove his statue because it uh, turns out he was a colonial sort of uh, not a nice person. Yeah, they should replace it with Mark Hamill. Yeah, exactly. That'd be better than the, um, the, the, the replacement statue that's in uh, Garden Place. Oh, the um, woman with the glasses. Yes. Who, and if you, don't, if you don't look at it properly, it's, it's a very scary bronze sculpture. Yeah, actually, uh, I haven't gone back there since they put up the explanation. They put up an explanation of who she is six months. I want to say six months after they put up hey. the statue. I'm like, who is this person? Hey, do you know it looks like hard- somebody's grandma. Do you know how hard it is to make the little plaque with writing? They can make the sculpture, Chris. You know how they make the sculpture? They get a real old person and they just dunk her in a tank. Okay? But doing the writing just, is just, harder. Just hold your glasses like this and don't move. <laughs> Talking about Hamill, it's a, they carbonate him. <laughs> Stick yeah, him yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Maybe that's what's been going on. But you're right. There was no explanation. And apparently I think we were supposed to read it in the newspaper. Yeah, yeah, because that's what I do every week. Um, read the newspaper. Hey, I've I've got yeah. a um I've got a, a another headline that I really caught my attention. I'm like, ah, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about this one. Um, so I I need to brush up. I put this in a couple of weeks ago and we kept, haven't got to it. But um, it's Ars Technica, which is a fairly decent science um website. Like it's not a yeah. no it's great one. And this is their headline. It's got a, like a subheadline, giant problem, and then headline. Florida once again has giant calamitous snails that spew parasitic brain worms. Nice. And then it's, this is the third time the state has tried to eliminate the giant snails. Okay. So they've failed. Yeah. So um, officials in Florida are again battling a highly invasive, extraordinarily destructive giant snail species that also happens to be capable of spreading parasitic worms that invade human brains. Good. It sounds terrible. The giant African land snails um, can grow up to 20 centimetres long. Nice. That's pretty big and is considered one of the most invasive pets, pests Sorry, on the planet. Not pets. Really? Um, yeah. Uh, it ravenly feasts on over 500 plant species, including many valuable fruits, vegetables, and ornamentals. Um, while prolifically sporting, pushing out several thousand eggs in its multi-year lifespan. Um, so, yeah, uh, they've sent up a quarantine, and they're talking about a whole bunch of things here, but I, I'm going to say this. Um, you may recall that rat lungworm made headlines a few years ago when oh. Hawaii's health department tallied more than a dozen cases. So the rat lungworm uh, primarily infects the lungs of rats and other rodents, in the lungs, the adult worms mate and females lay eggs, which develop into larvae. The rats then cough up those young parasites, end up swallowing them, then pooping them out. And from those laden logs, the larvae infect snails and slugs, burrowing into their soft bodies. Um, the rats nosh on the infected snails and slugs, delivering late-stage larvae. But yeah, anyway, it's, it's sick. It's pretty gross. <laughs> um, I'm glad we don't have them. Yeah. Humans are accidental hosts in the cycle. People pick up infection by eating undercooked snails or slugs. Yeah. I, I haven't cook, done that. I, I always cook them. I always <laughs> do them well done. Well done. Yeah, yeah. Or 
or eating fruits and vegetables contaminated by them, which nah, is more it's, likely. It's way easier uh, just to cook them better. Or eating undercooked animals. I don't have that problem. That may have eaten the sows or slogs. When the worms are ingested by humans, they make their way to the central nervous system. And humans, they don't generally make it out. They die in the central nervous system some, somewhere. Sometimes this results in symptoms, uh, symptomless infection. They die quietly and nothing is needed. Um, sometimes the worms wriggle through to the brain, wreaking havoc before kicking the bucket and causing a wide range of symptoms, including nausea, vomiting, stiffness, eye problems, blah, 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 blah. Somebody in the um, in the comments put something that um, obviously they didn't read the whole thing because they're like, what we should do to get rid of these um, giant snails is, is to start serving them as a delicacy. Yeah, yeah. You, uh, you, just you didn't read up. the brainworms thing, bro. You don't need <laughs> you don't need to read an article before leaving a comment. Uh, true, it's true, the, true. It's the internet way. Hey, in China, there's a company called Chai Cream. They make ice creams. Uh, they're touting themselves as the Chinese Hagen Darts. And apparently they make their uh, ice creams with natural ingredients and packaged with a locally inspired design. They've made one that does not mount when a small blowtorch is applied to it. Now, why consumers were doing this, I have no idea. But uh, I think if you have food in China, you probably do want to test a lot of it. <laughs> They've come Yeah, because that's all natural. It's naturally concrete. Um. They, they came, yeah, they came back and says we believe that it's not scientific to judge the quality of ice cream by baking, drying, or heating it. Who video, said that? Sorry, the company. Okay. One, one one video online claimed that they left it in a room for an hour at thirty one degrees Celsius, and it did not melt at all. They have a. Um, There's some interesting chemicals in there. I mean, you cannot tell me that that's all natural. Yeah, so they've been fined in the past in 2019 for false advertising regarding its ingredients. There's one that's shaped uh, like a Chinese roof tile, and that'll cost up to 16 New Zealand dollars. Um, So people are saying, like, their stuff's really expensive. Uh, So China has a long history of uh, random food safety scandals. Uh, here's a list for you, including <laughs> fake eggs that bounce like rubber balls. Oh, cool. Pork, pork that glowed blue. <laughs> tofu fermented with sewage. Oh. And gutter oil, which is oil that's discarded by restaurants and then spooned out from the sewers and then resold to other customers. Oh, my God. Oh, I, if I go to China, I'm not eating. <laughs> I Yeah, I, that's that's the way to do it. Pack a lunch for, for 30 days or whatever time you Oh, my God, that sounds appalling. Ugh. Okay. Um, now, I had something else tonight, didn't I? I'm sure I did. The, Indi- the Indians are scamming. Oh, I love this. Have you heard about this? No. So um, we all support Ukraine in our own way. I'm going to say that. We all support Ukraine in our own way. And so um, some Indian scammers decided that the way they're going to support Ukraine, and I'm editorialising here because they obviously didn't care, um, they set up a fake Indian cricket um, tournament. The whole tournament was just fake. And they got a bunch of labourers and they rolled out a cricket pitch and they got... um, um, audio from sounds of a crowd and just played it and they got these laborers in uniforms and just had them playing a 
cricket tournament. They just keep swapping the uniforms o- over on them. And um, they ran this betting thing in Russia. And the tournament went through to the last round before somebody figured it out. And these Russians had bet thousands on it and lost it all. <laughs> that's, no, that's next level. That's not what I was expecting. I know. It's, um, it, it's, it, I saw some of the video footage and it looks pretty, pretty crap. But then I suppose we're talking it was India that was playing the tournament. And the Russians don't have high expectations. <laughs> so I, I don't think it would work anywhere else in the world, but it looked pretty pretty amateurish. Yep. A bit crazy. Uh, there's a crowd in Wellington called Milk Crate. They used to have a very popular cafe. They had to close it down. I was going to say that sounds familiar. I'm sure I've been to the Milk Crate. Yeah, probably. They had to close it down due to COVID and uh, all that sort of stuff. And him and his crew all got back together and they've decided to make Almighty Active, which is a sugar-free sparkling water with added caffeine and a hint of natural flavor. Okay. That Uh, might be cool. Yeah. So they've sort of got ahead of most of the big suppliers here, but it's been taking off in the States, apparently. Um, There's a couple called Water Joe, Limitless and Focus. You said sparkling, eh? Uh, Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a big fan of sparkling. Are you into the sparkling water? doesn't bother me, but I don't go to my way to get it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I suppose it doesn't really bother me. I just don't see the point generally, but yeah, okay. So you get 80 milligrams of caffeine in a bottle. Uh, By law, in New Zealand, you're not allowed more than 32 milligrams per 100 mils or 80 milligrams in a 250 mil serving. So, yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd give that a go. So it's, they're selling it in cans, are they? I'm not sure like, if it's cans or a bottle, but yeah. I would imagine it's like a Red Bull can. It's just in my head that's what I would. Yeah, you might be right. There was just a picture of a box, I think. Uh, but Almighty Active is what you want to try and find out. Almighty uh, Active. I might, I might, yeah. I, I mean, I'll put up with bubbles in my water if it's got caffeine in it. Jeez, yeah. Hell yeah. Okay, then. That's good to know. Good to know. <laughs> Okay, what have you got here about uh, Kickstarter? You got something on Kickstarter? Yeah, I found it today. Uh, I couldn't find anything else, uh, so it's just, just the one. So there's pixel art. It's been around for a while. Um, people make things and sell them as NFTs, or they'll make things for inside games that they're developing. And I'm sure you've you've dealt with pixel art as you've grown up, Chris, yeah. through the technology age. Pixels were the technology of my childhood. <laughs> I'll send you the link to this thing. It's like a little Game Boy type thing that lets you draw pixel art anywhere you go. Yeah, right. it's pretty interesting. I don't know. Like, there's a, the video. The guy's like creating all this graphics for a, like images for a, um, a game. I don't know if that's actually what you'd use. I'm sure it'd be way faster and quicker to use an actual computer. But this thing's, uh, I don't know. It's a cool little toy, I think. It's pretty cool. It looks Dave. good. Uh, the GIFs look good on it. So just to describe it for uh, the viewers... It looks like an Etch-A-Sketch. To describe it to the younger viewers, <laughs> it looks like, what do you call those things? A Game Boy. Um, yeah, it's got three buttons on each side and a little color screen, and it's touch-enabled, touch, uh, like you draw with your finger. Yeah, which is pretty cool. It can hold... Um, was it three I reckon that'd be a great gift for a kid. I, I, I'm imagining it's way too expensive to give to a kid, but... Uh, they reckon it's about the first, it's 125 New Zealand for the uh, early bird or 139 plus mm. shipping. So it's not too bad. But um, yeah, they've reached their goal. They wanted seven or 
yes, 10, 10 grand and they've made about 50. So nice, nice. Yeah, no, because, um, yeah, no, I think it looks absolutely great. If, if you've got a kid, particularly, well, not just a kid, but whose art um, tends towards art, this would be great. I mean, that'd be hours of um, silence, <laughs> which yeah. is what you want when you have a kid, I think. <laughs> Not having a kid, I wouldn't know these things, but there you go. So they started in 2021 and they found demand for it and then they've gone through and they're, they just finished fourth generation prototype before they got to Kickstarter. So they've been, yeah, building a bunch of them, playing around with it. So Yeah, and it's called Min Bay. Min, Min Bay. Bay, if you want to do pixel art on the go, you want to check out Min Bay Pixel Artboard. Yeah, on Kickstarter. How much time we got left on the... Um... 38 days to go, so check oh, out yeah. our link Heaps. in our show notes. Cool, cool. Yeah, no, it actually looks good. I'd, I'd play with them. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't spend $125 no, no, on No, I'm it. not that dedicated to that. Yeah, no, I mean, because I'm not that into art. But if, if somebody had one around, I would pick that up and I'd play with it. I'd probably make crap art, but it looks like fun. Looks like fun. That's, That's a good find. Good find. Uh, we had New Zealand's doubled its internet capacity, Chris. Uh, I don't know if that's happened at your house, but. Um. <laughs> um, for those uh, that are listening, seamlessly, Sam has put this episode together and it's amazing. In reality, it's the longest episode we've ever done because my internet craps out. <laughs> yeah. So the, the Essex Next cable, which costs three hundred and fifty US dollars, a million US dollars, uh, runs between Auckland, Sydney, and LA, and it's going to uh, reduce the lag between Auckland and LA by about five percent. Wow, that's a significant. Difference. Yeah, they said that uh, they're going to cater for the country's data needs for the next twenty years. They reckon, um, but there's a competing cable that's being laid as well. So we're going to have another one. Yeah, so that's pretty good. It does seventy-two terabits of data a second. That's uh, those sorts of speeds become mind-boggling. That means you can do four point five million videos in four K all at the same time. Damn! Oh, one thing I was going to mention that um, have you driven the new Ring Road yet? No, not yet. Um, I haven't either. But so Hamilton has finally finished the Wairere Drive to Cobham Drive, I think it is, interchange and all that stuff. Yes. Um, and it's finally open. So this is big news for us uh, in Hamilton because we have a ring road. Like, Because the M25 is such a good thing for London. Um, yeah. I say that uh, jesting, but it actually probably was a good thing. Um, but, yeah, so a lot of trucks can go around Hamilton instead of through it. A lot of people will be going around Hamilton rather than through it, yeah. um, which is sort of good. The traffic here has been getting worse over the last few years, so it will be interesting to see how big an impact that makes. But we've been grown, so I can't imagine it'll slow the traffic down too much. No. Although uh, I tell you, my top tip for getting to work with no drama is leave at 3.30 in the morning because yeah. the traffic is virtually non-existent. Yeah. <laughs> good, good tip. Um, <laughs> anyway, that brings us to the end of the podcast. Come check us out, thechrisandsampodcast.com and all that good stuff. Yes, we look forward to hearing from you. If you've got any messages, queries, um, haven't heard from Jamie Oxley for a bit. So if you're out there, let us know you're all good and how the trucks are going. Yeah. Um, and I still need to, we need to get in touch with John. Oh, and... Uh, Adam messaged me this week and he says, I finally uh, met Harley. 
he was at the big screen symposium yeah, yeah. and he met Harley there. That's and great. he said, Harley and I may be um, both criminals in the upcoming uh, short film, which I've booked in for filming. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah, so I might be acting alongside a, an actual nominated for an award actor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.